0: You know what, I think I've found the next perfect horror genre. It's called Scared Stiff. So it's technically a porno, but it's set inside of a haunted house. And every time our hero gets scared, he pops a boner and must fuck the nearest thing. What do you think? (laughs) No. Welcome to another edition of Coyote Tales. I am your host, Donna Shannon. And yeah, if you've been paying attention to this podcast, you might have noticed it's been a while since we've done a single one and we've got some good reason. By the way, I do not have a mouse in my pocket today. I am joined by the lovely Ryan Shannon. Who's lovely? I think you're lovely. (laughs) The handsome, the dynamic. I think I have
1: to go to the bathroom now. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what is me saying nice things about you? Oh, excuse oh, I was, me. I was going to say, did I scare the shit out of you? No, I, that's lunch. That's just lunch? No. Oh, okay. Uh, anyways, the big reason why we haven't been around is, as some of you know, my dad was living with us. <laughs> <laughs> and he finally moved out. Yay! Yay! We rejoiced. We, yes, there was much rejoicing. Um, we actually had to buy the condo for him to move into. No. I, that's a solid investment. Yeah. But, anyways, being consumed with dealing with dad and dealing with real estate and dealing with the real world, we haven't had a whole lot of time to go podcasting. Wah, wah. But we are back. And what we're going to bring for you today is our movie extravaganza. So one of the things that was really interesting about having Dad here is he had some interesting opinions on movies. I, I think the most silly one I heard was Dad and I were sitting there watching Bumblebee, the Transformers movie, and it's getting towards the end, and Dad kind of shakes his head and goes... You know what? People just don't understand the tensile strength of metals anymore. But they're alien metals. I know. I know. It's like, for number one, I don't think most people ever understood the tensile strength of metals. Unless you're an engineer. <laughs> like he is. So there's that. He had no problem accepting the sentient alien robots that transform from another planet. But tensile strength of metals is just totally unbelievable. Okay, I'm going to
1: vent here. So Starscream was always wanted to overthrow Megatron. When he was in gun form, Megatron that is, why didn't Starscream break him? Thank you.
0: Yes. Now, of course, we're referring to the classic Transformers cartoon. Not necessarily the current movies where Megatron is actually pretty big.
1: Right, but it's the cartoon. Why did he just break the gun and then it's over?
0: Because he's a pussy! He's a pussy. Yeah, he is. He's, like, just got PTSD or something. Just Megatron's a bully.
1: Yes, that's why he's their boss.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that did give us some other interesting movie reviews. Like... One of the movies you actually liked, Ryan, was Bill and Ted's uh, Face the Music. Uh,
1: You know, it is what it was. It was a a, a cheesy movie, and yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it a bit.
0: Yeah. But the whole basic plot, you know, uh, the entire Bill and Ted series is that they have the song that saves the universe. So we're watching the in-climax scene, of you know, that's a song that saves the universe, and Dad's comment was... There's too much guitars in that music. It's Bill and Ted, Wild Stallions. There's supposed to be rock in there. I know, rock and roll, save the universe. So it's like, that's the like the whole point of the movie. Anyways, um, then we also watched Office Space with Dad.
1: Which I like, again, Office Space, it's a good movie, it's funny, it's entertaining if you work in an
0: office. It's a, well, it's a classic for us grumpy Gen Xers. It is a classic. Yeah, do you remember what Dad said about I that one? I don't
1: remember when he...
0: He's like, if that guy keeps screwing up at work, he's going to get fired.
1: Well, that's not true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't buy that.
1: I'm not going to say where I work, I could get in trouble. <laughs>
2: But that's the
0: whole point.
1: No, it's, no, you know, no. It's, 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 we just bought a house, a condo. I have to stay working.
0: <laughs> oh, we're a homeowner of two properties yeah, now. Two,
1: we shouldn't say that too loud.
0: I know. Yeah. Whatever. Relatives might be listening. But then he did come over for dinner the other night after he's already moved out. We Hate still him. see him. We haven't banished him, it's just been greatly reduced. Uh, And he told me he finally saw Halloween Kills. Which I I
1: don't think we've seen Halloween Kills.
0: We haven't. That's the new one that came out this year. Okay. And he must have rented it at home because I can't see him going to the movie theater. Especially when he said he didn't finish the movie. Right. And do you know why he didn't finish it?
1: (laughs) I don't. Yes. Why didn't he finish it?
0: Well, it wasn't the gore. It wasn't any of that thing. My dad's assessment of Halloween Kills was... It was just murder after murder after murder. <laughs> Hence, <laughs> Halloween movies are murder after murder after murder. Yeah, it's not he,
1: rocket science.
0: I know. He's all like, I think the whole purpose of this movie was just to show all the different ways they could kill people.
1: That's the point. Yes,
0: that's exactly <laughs> yeah. actually, What was the Dirty
1: Old Man movie that he was watching?
0: Oh, which one?
1: Yeah, good Red
0: point. Sparrow. Red
1: Sparrow. Yep. Still yeah. haven't seen it. I just can't watch it with your dad watching it. I,
0: I can't ever watch it. It's, you know, um, my brain is scarred on that movie. Um, Oh, my gosh. It's just, just yikes. Enough said. Enough said. <laughs> Move on. Yep. So, Dad didn't even finish Halloween Kills. Uh, and the other thing, i it's like, that's the plot of every single slasher movie. The new ones, yes.
1: The old ones did have some plots. Mm-hmm. So, you had the the original Friday the 13th had a decent plot of revenge for counselors. Mm hmm. Yep. And the second one even had a plot: revenge for mother. Jason killed the girl for for killing his mother.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And some of the. Now, I will admit, Ryan is the expert on Friday the 13th. Not an expert. I just watch a lot of them. (laughs) Well, you know the plot of every single one of them. Just about, yes. Yes. And which is the worst one of them all?
1: Jason takes Manhattan. (laughs) That's just... It's so stupid. It's just stupid. I just... He drowns in a sewer. That's just... That's just dumb. Yeah. The other one where it's on the crazy farm where Jason Voorhees isn't even involved is pretty stupid, too. Yeah, which one is that? I don't remember the number. I just know it's not Jason. It's Tom, Tommy Jarvis is the one killing him. Uh. And then they brought Ch- Tommy, Tommy Jar- Jarvis back in the next one, which is actually one of the better ones.
0: Okay. Well, you know which one's my favorite. Yes, I do. <laughs> my favorite is Jason X.
1: So random fact that the the what the, the kill when when she gets her her face frozen is actually one of the top kills of all Jason movies just because it was so unique.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. well, there's a lot of unique points in that one, but there's also like some really dumb things. Like so, for those of you who don't know, Jason X is the one in space. Right, right. So it's still college kids in, in space, space doing space things and. There's like one point where they find Jason on Planet Earth and they bring him up to study him and thaw him and stuff. I believe that's what happens, and then he's like wandering around killing people like he do, and then the, the he breaks into one of the parts of the spaceship, and the teachers all like, "Oh hey, all he wanted was his machete back, whack whack whack."
1: So even the Hellraiser in space was a poor movie. Yeah. Oh,
0: that was a horrible one. I hate that. Bl- that's number four. That's bloodline. So I'm more well versed on Hellraiser than Ryan is. Right.
1: I don't think you've even seen all of them yet. No, I haven't seen all of them. Uh, what's the one? The really bad one without... Pinhead? Doug Bradley in it.
0: Oh, that's the very last one. So that's... Uh...
1: It's that bad. I don't even remember. Even
0: I don't remember the name of that. It was done for $300,000. And it was bad. And and it's not good. It's it's pretty much been admitted. So this is probably Hellraiser 9 or 10. Um, And... They admitted the only reason they made the movie and they made it so cheap is because they had to make a movie to retain the rights for Hellraiser. Then they screwed it up. Yeah. To give you an idea how cheap that is, the original Hellraiser was made for a million dollars in the '80s, and that was considered bargain basement cheap. But that one was decent.
1: Oh yeah. It had a good story.
0: It's it was a little slow moving for me, and wasn't until. Hellraiser 3. Hell on Earth, that's the one that got me really involved in the series. I liked Hellraiser 2 as well. Yeah. And then I like some of the ones that nobody else likes. Like Inferno was one of my favorite ones and people are like, "Ah, that's the one about the cop and stuff," but I'm I think it's really cool.
1: That's one of the better one later ones that I've seen, the more recent ones, excuse me, that I've seen.
0: Yeah, it was number 5, so it was the first one that went straight to video. And then, uh, I I do like Hellworld. I like Hellseeker. I like them pretty much all, except for the last one. Dead or as boring as shit.
1: Which one's dead or?
0: That's one of the ones you haven't seen yet. There's
1: a reason I haven't seen that one yet.
0: Yeah, it's like I try to convince you to every now and then. Go, hey, you want to watch this one? It's a Hellraiser movie. You'll get into the series, but it's not very good. And you're like, why would I waste my life on a movie that's not very good? <laughs>
1: I watch a lot of bad movies. At least I, my reviews are honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, of course, now, big question. Freddy versus Jason. Who really won that?
1: That's tough to say because Freddy Krueger needed Jason so the kids would believe him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But Jason needed Freddy. I, you know, it's still with the wink at the end you never know who won
0: yeah they set it up for sequels they
1: did set it up for sequels and if you're a comic book fan you can read about Freddy versus jason versus ash campbell from the evil dead series it's getting hard to find because it's pretty old but that one's pretty interesting
0: oh i know you had told me that you know the fans were wanting to see yeah, you know, Ash versus Freddy versus Jason. I didn't realize it was from comic books. It,
1: yeah, it started in com comic books. There was a couple of YouTube videos out there of it too. They're they're not bad. You know, Jason has the bigger body count, and Jason, Freddy needed Jason to kill kids in order for them to believe on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. So, t- to me, Jason won. But then I'm a Jason fan.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm more of a Freddy fan. He's more creative.
1: Well, in later movies, Jason got
0: creative. Well, true, true. He had to murder after murder after, after murder. murder. <laughs> oh, so what other other good movies do you like? Um,
1: movies that give me nightmares. Um, in the Mouth of Madness gave me a nightmare. It's a uh, Sam Neill. I think it's a John Carpenter movie. For some reason, that one just gave me horrible nightmares. Um, the possession movie deliver us from evil mm-hmm. about the New York cop and the priest. That one gave me nightmares. Oh
0: yeah. Especially cause that one's based on real stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, exorcist I thought was boring. I've read the book was much better. I'm an Amityville horror fan too. I, I you know, my opinion is buy the house, turn it into a B and B. You're going to make your money back quick and everybody's going to be happy.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: So if you're listening, lend me $2 million, and I'll go buy the Amityville house. Then you'll really be a homeowner. I'll be a big-time homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> a haunted homeowner. woo
0: What's that? Ghosts. Jesus Christ. It was like, what, a herd of baby ghosts? (laughs) It's
1: a herd of baby ghosts. Well, we have had ghost dogs in our basement.
0: Just one. Just one. People are like, what? It's
1: enough to freak us out.
0: Yes, this is a true story. We did indeed have a ghost visit us in Mm -hmm. the basement. So we were unpacking our Halloween stuff because we do like massive Halloween things, as you might imagine. Freaks. Yeah. yeah, we're a, a little bit of Halloween fans. And um, so we were downstairs and we we're messing around in, in one of the bedrooms. We had the door shut and we heard dog paws on the cement. Right. And we're like, oh, no, Pepper got downstairs in the basement. Pepper's our dog. And we open the door and we look up the stairs and the door is closed for the top of the stairs. And Pepper's not in the basement. We're like, okay, weird, whatever. We shut the door, we go back to what we're doing. And then we hear the scratching on the door like a dog trying to get into the room. And we're like, what the hell? Open the door again. No dog. Nothing. No dog whatsoever.
1: And people are afraid to stay in our house? In our house? I
0: don't know why. Gee, I wonder. It's you. It is
1: me, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. See, Ryan has been resurrected. I have.
1: I was seven years old, cut the artery in my left leg, died for four minutes on the flight for life, and now I'm revived, and I am a portal.
0: Yep. Yeah. Portal, not a turtle. <laughs>
1: right, am I not turtle enough for the Turtle Club? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I forgot what movie that's from, but
0: Master a... of Disguise. Master of
1: Disguise. Master of Disguise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes we have to be careful about the movies we watch. Like Um The first Insidious movie. Uh it's, that one got to me.
1: Con the first con the first couple conjurings. Yeah. Last one was okay.
0: Yeah. They're getting stupider.
1: Yeah. Oh. What was the one with the mirror? Um, mirrors. Mirrors. <laughs> the first half of mirrors, up until he finds finds. Oh, spoiler alert.
0: Yeah, spoiler alert for this. I mean, a little late, but then,
1: well, I did say what it is. Up until he finds the nun, was really creepy. It's like the first half of half of Jeepers Creepers. Before they find the cat lady, yeah, that's creepy. Same with mirrors. the The first until he finds the nun, it's really creepy, and then it gets stupid.
0: Yeah, why the hell can't horror movies get it right and not be stupid at the end
1: I think that they they run out of ideas I mean look at all the remakes they're doing Poltergeist remake was horrid
0: was there a remake of it? yeah
1: it was um, remade a couple years ago it was really bad why don't i remember that one see it was so bad you don't remember it, it i don't
0: even
2: horrible.
1: we must have watched it together we did watch it together and i think well i'm probably fellas i i know if i don't like a movie i'm gonna fall asleep i give it four nods and then we can shut
0: it off Mm-hmm. yeah maybe it must have been one of those anyways so our uh, 10 year old grandson maddox is now old enough to watch some horror movies which I think is quite awesome because we get to hear his reviews. So, he came to us yeah, must've been a couple of months ago and he had finally seen Alien the first one. And I'm like, "So, what did you think of it?" And he's all like, "It was pretty good." And then he's like, oh my god, that part where the thing busts out of his chest. He's like, I almost jumped out of my chest.
1: (laughs) And then we had to show him the better of the two. I think Aliens is a better movie.
0: Oh, duh. It's a
1: totally different type of genre. I mean, one's a horror, and to me it's a horror action. But I like Aliens much better. It is much better. Especially the extended cut. got to watch the extended cut. Adds about an extra 15 to 20 minutes, but it changes the the movie
0: yeah i was a little mean though like um we were watching it and is the part where they spoiler alerts if you haven't seen this by now what the fuck mm-hmm. is wrong with you but uh, where they you know, bishop gets the ship and they all jump up on the ship and they take off nuclear explosion from the thing and they're in the main ship and I look over at Maddox. I go, oh, look, they got away from the alien. Aren't you happy they got away from the queen? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And then Bishop gets stabbed with the tail. And then the queen sips out of the thing. And he's like. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> so
1: when are we going to show him the thing?
0: Um, so, so the thing with the thing. John Carpenter's The Thing, is ever since Maddox was three years old, we had this on DVD, because we're old, and it would sit in our shelves of DVDs, and it would have that sitting out, and the pictures on the cover, it's just like a guy in a suit with like a lantern for the face kind of thing. And he's always been intrigued by it. He's always wanted to watch it, and we haven't let him watch it yet, of course.
1: So underrated horror movies that you like
0: underrated horror movies i like
1: i could tell you one yeah well two yeah zombie strippers
0: yes i love zombie strippers yeah. and then piranha 3d <laughs> yep don't yep. watch
1: three double d it's stupid
0: yeah <laughs> it's... <laughs> no you have to watch it once you okay. have
1: to okay you have to watch it once
0: yeah it, it, there's a lot of <laughs> boobs but then again it it's piranha Three Double D. It is
1: Double D. But the first one's pretty entertaining, actually.
0: Yeah. It's just like, okay, so i got to talk about Double D just for a minute. Because, that's number one, when one of your main guys is mostly known for his comedic work, you know what you're getting into. And it's all about their... Uh, so he has a, a swim park, right? But he's a total perv. So there's the adult swim area... Really like Harrier's strippers or whatever to come swim topless. Right? And it's I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his whole thing is like doing his commercials for the opening. He's got a couple of, you know, D's, letter Ds oh. in his hands and he swings them back and forth. And it's like double D swim's free. <laughs> I
2: don't remember that. Oh, why do I? Why do I remember
0: the boobs better than you do?
1: I don't know. I don't have. I got my own boobs, so <laughs> I don't
0: know. Well, if you're a listener here, you've seen my list, so it's not that big of a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then there's like that. In the whole way, the the piranha get into the swim pl- park in the first place is the guy is so cheap. He's not paying for water from the city; he's just pumping it in from the lake, and that's how the piranha get in there. And
1: filtering it, and that's how. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, which is like so hilarious because that water would be so nasty. It'd be
1: disgusting. (laughs) Fish poop.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and algae and slime and killer piranha. It's like you would spend so much money on the filtration for the pond water but it was cheap he didn't care but it would cost you more to repair the equipment than it would to pay the city for the water yeah, yeah true true yeah sorry horror movie logic but <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're talking about a guy who goes around killing people he gets shot and doesn't die but i'm worried about the water <laughs> bill
0: For Ron and Double D. (laughs) Well, that's the unbelievable part. That's the unbelievable. He's not playing. No no money, no money. Nobody understands the tensile strengths of the water filtration (laughs) (laughs) system. Oh, God. So anyways, that's quite a bit of movies that we talked about today. Any last recommendation for a movie that you just love that other people may not know of her genre or not that they should check out?
1: I watch so many movies. That's a tough one. What what do you think?
0: Like, what will you sit there and watch without fail? Nightbreed. Yeah.
1: UHF. That's not really a horror, it's more of a comedy.
0: Yeah, that's what I was saying, it doesn't have to be horror.
1: Yeah, UHF is a classic.
0: That was another one we were watching, and Dad was like, I don't even understand what's going on here.
1: <laughs> and every time Wheel of Fortune was on, I would hear your mom sitting in
0: the chair, Wheel of Fish. <laughs> okay, for people who don't know what UHF is, number one, go educate yourself. Because this is Weird Al Yankovic's magnum opus. Absolutely. So he uh, takes over a very small independent television station. UHF refers to high-frequency television stations. So it's, um, that's what independent stations used to be on before you had cable. So there you go. That's how old we are. And not only is it like him trying to save the station, they put together these crazy-ass shows as they were producing to get people to watch. So one of them was Wheel of Fish, which had as their game show host, their Japanese employee or Japanese guy. So it's like you literally just spun the wheel to see which fish you were going to win. Like Red Snapper, very tasty. (laughs) What's in the box? Are you going to go for the box? Or are you going to keep your Red Snapper? will take the box, Cooney. Yeah. it's a box. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You so stupid.
1: <laughs> uh, a random movie I really like is Turbo Kid.
0: Turbo Kid. It's, it's basically
1: That's... Mad Max on BMX bikes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's worth a watch. But Glamorize is a lot of 80s nostalgia, right? I, I think it came out around Time of Stranger Things, right? When the 80's nostalgia yeah.
1: was big about the same time
0: yes with Michael Ironsides in it <laughs> of all things
1: <laughs> he's looking bad and all favorite all time horror movie zombie would be Dawn of the Dead right. can't go can't go wrong with Dawn of the Dead classic you get the longer version I think there's an extra half an hour to 45 minutes of it changes the entire movie right. it's like the abyss you watch the extended of the abyss change it and explains so much of the movie that it makes it so much better
0: yeah All right, so we've definitely given people a lot of movies to take a look at. That'll occupy your time for a little bit. And uh, I think we're going to just go ahead and wrap things up for today. Any parting shots? for our audience today my uh, I almost called you Malcolm you call or Maddox Malcolm, I don't Maddox. even know who the fuck you are anymore your
1: husband Ryan <laughs> Ryan yeah, don't forget your partner's name there's my parting thoughts <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: yeah so anyways happy anniversary to Ryan we did get married on Halloween and I found our scariest thing ever when we were setting out Halloween stuff today I found an old love letter I wrote to Ryan.
1: I don't even know where I put it. It's downstairs in the garage.
0: You can see how much he values my love. No comment. (laughs) thought we were wrapping this up. All right, I'll solid you this time. All right, everybody. Uh, Thank you very, very much for tuning in. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Uh, If you really like what we did, maybe even leave a comment. And if you didn't,
2: leave it to yourself. Don't be mean. Bye. Donna Shannon's Coyote Tales is a production of Coyote Visions Productions and is hosted by Donna Shannon. Ugh, nothing redundant about that. Theme music is Coyote Strut by James Nay. All other music is ethically sourced and licensed from SoundDogs.com and EpidemicSound.com. And we paid for it, I swear. We can provide receipts if necessary. All the stories you've heard are true. Only the names, events, and facts have been changed for our own amusement. In the immortal words of Obi-Wan, so what I told you was true from a certain point of view. Find all of Donna Shannon's website and social media links at Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot double E slash Donna Shannon. Follow us and find out all about upcoming shows and live performances. Now go out there, enjoy life, and grab some tales of your own.